Welcome back to the loudest podcast. It's the loudest podcast on the internet. You gonna cry? You gonna cry? You gonna simp? You gonna cry? Cause it's just Valentine's Day. You don't have anybody to spend the holiday with. No girl gave you chocolate. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. You simp. Suck it up, idiot. Fat white. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa! And I'm a stereos coconuts. Oh! You're- why don't you go give Pokimane a hundred dollars? Then maybe she'll say your name in the chat room while she's playing Among Us. Wait, Pokimane might say my name if I give her a hundred dollars? Yeah. Can I give it to her in crypto or worthless GameStop shares? <laughs> Game stocks. Only place to go but up, kids. Oh my god. Okay. Real quick. Has the squeeze been squoze? I don't think so. Okay, so there's still time. You're still holding. I am. I can't believe you're still holding after all this time. I'm going to hold it till I die. (laughs) (laughs) The the iron-handed podcaster. Um, Okay, speaking of things that are guaranteed to increase in value, we got this month's sticker. As listeners know, we have a monthly sticker club on the loudest podcast. Each month you get like a really nice sticker with a really nice customized piece of art. Oh yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah, here, let me show, let, you haven't seen these yet. I haven't. Oh my God, oh my God, it's so cute. These just showed up in the mail right before we started. It's Sriracha as a Pokemon trainer, as a Pokemon trainer, <laughs> uh, and she's in a little Pokemon trainer hat and a shirt, and she's a bird type trainer so Mimi Yori our artist drew like every single kind of Pokemon bird and they're all flocking her like a Disney princess and it's adorable as hell when I was a kid and I used to play Pokemon I would be like haha these stupid fucking trainers why do they only keep one type of Pokemon don't they know that you could like use the type advantage now I'm out there playing Pokemon Go I'm like oh my 17th Starly (laughs) yay yeah yeah I, I've noticed that you favorited them all so you don't accidentally delete your hundred Pidgeotos. <laughs> They're so cute. They need me. Oh, hey, and actually, and speaking of things we got in the mail, this episode is a little late, and it's because we were waiting on a 24-hour shipment, uh, an international 24-hour UPS parcel coming to us from Canada. What part of Canada? Serious? Uh, the Toronto area. The Toronto area. area. And, um, you know, this is interesting. I was reading an article the other day on CNET, and it was talking about there's a new theory out there. There's not much evidence for it. So really, it was very irresponsible of CNET to write about this. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a good thing it's all over the fucking internet now. (laughs) Yeah, CNET was like, there's a theory, and it's wrong, but there's a theory, you shouldn't believe it, that the cause of COVID-19 is actually frozen foods. Um, Elaborate. <laughs> sure. Uh, the article speculated that some people think that uh, the Wuhan wet market, which people consider ground zero for the COVID-19 outbreak, um, the reason COVID-19 was able to propagate there wasn't like that there was like exotic animals, but rather that they were selling a lot of frozen foods. Oh, that's a- interesting. Apparently, COVID-19 does very, very well in cold temperatures. Much like the ice cold freezing temperatures, this frozen Garfield eats lasagna is at that's been sent to us 
from Canada. Are we saying Garfield Eats is the cause of COVID-19? I'm just asking questions. Garfield Eats started about a year and a half ago. COVID-19 started about a year and a half ago. I'm just asking questions. Draw your own conclusions, listeners. I'm just asking questions. Like, do we know where Nathan Masry was when they invented COVID-19? We don't. I'm just I'm just pointing that out. And do we know why Nathan Masry was so insistent that it was an artificially man-made disease? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. And did Nathan Masry flip the fuck out over the COVID restrictions in Canada, insisting that all the restaurants be open again because it is a breed of SARS? I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Right. He was like, it's just harmless SARS. It's not like that ever killed anybody. (laughs) It's not like severe, what is it, autoimmune respiratory syndrome? I don't know. Look, they sent us the Garfield Eats. They sent us the Garfield Eats frozen lasagna. Garfield Eats as a restaurant is closed. However, (laughs) Nathan Masri is now selling Garfield Eats branded frozen lasagna in grocery stores countrywide maybe there's one he does his dad own a grocery store that he's selling this stuff in honestly i'm pretty damn surprised still that we made it on the pr list for this i have not been too uh charitable to nathan masry's lasagna no you've been blocked by nathan masry for a while every time you want to see what's going on in this twitter account you have to borrow my phone yeah i did i had to text you multiple times (laughs) per month be like hey what is this he has me blocked and it's interesting because a couple of months ago their pr person was like hey do you want Nathan to come on the show for an interview? And we were like, yes. And then the PR person was like, actually, he's not interested. And then we were like, well, then why did you ask if he wanted to come on our show for an interview if he's not interested in the first place that you stopped responding? Yeah, why did they even ask? Everything about this company makes no damn sense. I know. I have a question. Please. Do we know that this is Lasagna or could it possibly be his awesome, amazing new adventure in food service project Scooby-Doo Eats? We've never talked about Scooby-Doo Eats on this show. I don't know what Scooby-Doo Eats is. Could you explain it to me? I actually can. Yes. Uh I learned about Scooby-Doo Eats because he uploaded a, a picture of him with his arm around Scooby-Doo. And it said, the cat is out. The dog is in. We've got some work to do. Can you guess how he spelled the word do? Was it with two zeros? No! Oh, that would have made sense! I it was, zero. we've got some work to do! D-O, not D-O-O! That's the whole thing! He's Scooby-Doo! The God damn it! I got so upset when it was just, we just got the work to do! Anyway, Scooby-Doo Eats is his line of Scooby-Doo-themed frozen grocery store entrees. So, like, kid cuisine or what? You know, we still don't really know what the food is. He's been tweeting about this for four months now. We're still not sure. Um, You know, I tweeted him... And I was like, Scooby-Doo is known for two things. Scooby snacks, which are, do you know what a Scooby snack is? Uh, It's a dog treat, right? Yeah, it's like a, it has like a special mythical property in the Scooby-Doo universe. Whenever Velma, Fred, and Daphne want to get Scooby and Shaggy to do something dangerous, like go into a haunted house or be bait for a monster, they offer them Scooby snacks. And it's like, 
Scooby and Shaggy, who's a human, will do anything for Scooby Snacks. Oh, Shaggy eats the dog treats? Well, and it kind of, well, that raises the question, like, are these dog treats or are these just cookies? Because we also know that the second thing Scooby-Doo loves to eat are giant Dagwood sandwiches. <laughs> you, have you, you know what a Dagwood sandwich is? I do. Okay. And for listeners who don't, uh, there's a cartoon named Blondie. Her husband is named Dagwood. It's this cartoon from the 40s, like a comic strip, and he's known for making, like, sandwiches as tall as like a toddler and then collapsing them and then eating them and the comic strip sandwich became so popular that people made a real Dagwood sandwich and you can really eat Dagwood sandwiches and so I tweeted Nathan Mazur I'm like you gotta make Scooby Snacks and Dagwood sandwiches and he was like yeah yeah we'll think about it and then I had a friend tweet him you should make something called Velma sandwiches or Fred bagels. I I had this friend suggest you should make Daphne cookies and Shaggy water. And he was like, these are all great ideas. They've got the name of the characters in them. I was like, God damn it, Nathan Master. I really like the ongoing Nathan lore that you're like, hey, here are ways to genuinely improve your business. And I'm like, LOL, look at this idiot. (laughs) That the thing about Nathan is that I am always rooting for him. If we had Garfield-shaped lasagna that tasted great, available in your grocer's freezer that you could warm up for your kids, that would make the world a little bit nicer. Like, your kid comes home from school, he's exhausted, you know, People are calling him overweight and people are calling him a tubby. Maybe it's a Monday, you know, and like he's depressed and he comes home and his mom pulls off a covered dish and Garfield staring back at him like a fat, furry, but like fierce and feisty fella. And then you're eating the face of the guy you love. Like, it'll make you happier for a second. I don't know. I think the edibility, according to that guy that actually paid Canadian currency for this lasagna, apparently edibility is highly contested. I am hoping they fix this because now look, a lot of people have gotten the Garfield lasagna in the mail. The, uh, the lady blogger that you like. Strange Aeons. Strange Aeons has gotten it. A listener of ours uh, purchased it immediately. Uh, spent more in shipping than it actually cost to get it sent to him. And it was sent to him with like one tiny little freezer pack that was already melted. It was wet. <laughs> it was wet. And, the, and so like slimy lasagna water had gotten all over the Garfield comic treasury book that was also included in the package for free. And so, but it's like... Well, Nathan listens to everything and he watches everything with his name in it. So maybe he's like learned. Maybe he's figured out a way to package these things. Uh, okay, that could be possible because Nathan looked like he was flinging a lot of shit on uh, Twitter too at UPS. So I, w- I will give Nathan the benefit of the doubt one time and one time only. I don't think it was his fault. That that showed up like that. I think, like, yeah, could he have included more ice packs? Yes. Could he have thought this out a little further? Sure. But it looks like he ordered one day delivery and UPS shipped it in five days. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not going to totally put that on Nathan. The thing about Nathan is he might listen to everything everyone says, but I don't think it it really permeates. No, no, I'm sorry. You're right. He hears everything everyone says. He doesn't, it, 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 
goes in one ear and out his do hole. Like he he does not comprehend. Like um, but you know, but the thing is. Something that I've been thinking about is like we have been delivering frozen food to people for like probably three decades now in the mail. You, those uh, those steaks, those like frozen steaks. Uh, what are they called? Uh, the, like the Longhorn. Oh, I know exactly what you did. the Omaha steaks. Omaha steaks. Yeah, I used to send those as gifts. Like anytime in L.A., someone got me a job, I would send them a hundred and fifty dollars worth of Omaha steaks. Damn, that's probably more than you got paid. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Like that's the thing. It's like if you look, I like to, I like to help. If you help me, I'll help you. And people would get the steaks, and they would send me pictures of the steaks. And this was like fifteen years ago. They're sending steaks on steaks on steaks. So it's like, all right, we got the box right here. Sriracha, would you care to hold the box up to the camera? Oh, please, yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. All right. This is Nathan Masry's package of horror going in. Oh, okay. I can't smell it yet. Good. And that is... What the fuck? Wait. Wait. I don't think there's food in this. Wait. Wait a goddamn second. I'm sorry, what? Okay, so in this, we have uh, a Garfield face mask to protect you from the COVID-19 that doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) We have a little Garfield food fun book. Oh, wait, no, I smell it now. I smell it now. There's something in here. We have two of the t-shirts that I stole. Oh, now we have three t-shirts. Never trust a smiling cat. Why did we put this in our freezer? <laughs> Wait, there's another T-shirt. Okay. Oh yeah, I can't wait to. Why does it stink? If there's no food, in here? and then two Garfield DV. Oh, this is cold. No, it's two Garfield kids T-shirts. He may I have the box, please. Do you think? Do you think I'm missing food? Look. Why did we put that in our freezer? When it comes to, look, Sriracha, no offense, you're a skinny beanpole. You couldn't find food if your life depended on it, all right? You need men to go out there and find food for you. Let me take apart this yeah, box. sure, forage in the Garfield Eats box and tell me if you find anything. Okay, well, first off, we have a Garfield Kids t-shirt. It's a youth large. It's from the Garfield movie from Fox. For some reason, it is freezing cold. <laughs> Um, and it's the only thing that's freezing cold in there. This was delivered to us in a Uline cold pack box, which is one of the reasons why I thought, hey, maybe he's fixed his supply chain <laughs> issues. Okay. Um, no, I think he just fixed his getting rid of some shit issues. <laughs> We've got a comic book here, Garfield Cyber Safety Adventures. We have a second Cyber Safety Adventures comic here. Uh Garfield's Food Fun, just a little kind of Jack Chick tract of Garfield comics. All right, you're right. There's no food in here. You, you Why? Right, I was wrong. Why did he send this to us? I was. He told me they were sending us the lasagna. Did he really? Yes. Did and he I seriously? said yes. And I said, please don't give me the tracking number because. I wanted to keep it as cold as possible. I was like, give me the tracking number so I'm sure that I'll be home when the lasagna gets here because I wanted to give this lasagna a fighting chance. I didn't want to be like a dickhead. Like, 
I've been taking care of this box like it was su- baby Superman's arrival pod for two days now. True or false, Sriracha? Yes, and we live in New York, so we have the old school white refrigerator. We have limited real estate in our freezer, and it 100% of it has been taken up by Garfield, apparently a box of clothing. Nathan! You screwed us again! Nathan, you can't do anything right! You told us you were sending us the goddamn lasagna! I've had this giant box of t-shirts and conflicts in my freezer for two days! I put off making this podcast so we could... So, because we were waiting for your stupid box of food to show up so we could eat the food and look, to be honest, probably rip on it, probably make fun of it a lot. You you got us. I'll give you that. You got us. There's no more continuity. This isn't one of the endless pieces of content of people hating your food because you didn't send any. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, kids. Remember how we said we had a really good reason for delaying this show three days? Uh, Turns out we were wrong and Nathan fucked it up again. Nathan, you son of a bitch. You fucking asshole. Why would you say that and then not do it? Why did you send it to us in a Uline cold pack box if it's just t-shirts? Why are you trying to keep these t-shirts and comic strips ice cold? Well, as you can see, they have clearly fixed their supply chain issues. Everything is great, and I can't wait for the rollout of Scooby-Doo Eats, which will definitely work. Scooby-Doo Eats is just going to be a weird box of keychains and... Flashlights and shit. A bunch of shaggy water. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. We will be right back after this with more of the Loudest Podcast. (laughs) Welcome back to Loudest Podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the only, I'm your favorite, she-e-o. <laughs> That's the new term I saw because apparently girl boss, like people have ripped on that too much. So now they're calling themselves she EOs. Oh, that's much better. That's a thousand times better. I remember one time I was in like a marketing meeting and we were like pitching girl boss, and one of the women in the room was like, Hey, uh, isn't girl boss like inherently sexist and offensive? And then my female boss said, oh, yeah, absolutely. You would never say boy boss. <laughs> Saying girl boss is inherently weird. But let's put that aside and sell some stuff. Sell some hashtag girl boss merch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like, do I think it is sexist? I don't know. Is it stupid? Definitely. <laughs> I does, know that. But does it pay? Yes. Does it? Do people still like that? They did at the time. There was like a girl boss series on Hulu. Ugh, but- girl boss was a big deal. Dumbass lib shit. Yeah. Love it. She-E-O. She-E-O. Off camera, we were both talking about how uh, Suresh and I, years ago, we didn't know this, but we both applied for jobs at the same firm. Uh-huh. Um, like, it was called, like, she-vesting. And we had to seriously pretend that we were like, yeah, women just don't invest money. Why don't they do it? Maybe if it was pink, they would do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Sriracha is literally, like, the king of YOLOing. She like, the diamond-handed lady. She still owns GameStop stock. Never selling! Oh, speaking of, speaking of real quick. Okay, so I, I got out. I got out with $240 to my name. Oh, you fucking origami-handed bitch. I'm a paper-handed baby bitch. And, uh, and so I asked, remember last week I asked listeners, like, what should I invest in? Mm-hmm. 
Don't tell me what the name of the company is. Don't tell me what they do. Just give me the stupid letter so I can type them into my app. Gonna get a, give me a ticker. I'll go on TikTok and see what the 16-year-olds are talking about. Another awesome TikTok I stumbled upon. Tell me. There is this amazing whole genre of TikToks that is, I like to call, uh, terrible financial advice from 16-year-olds. <laughs> like, one of them was talking about, did I talk about this yet? The no. Roth IRA thing? No. What, what? No. Oh, my God. So I stumbled upon this amazing TikTok of this girl being like, hey, if you put $6,000 a year in a Roth IRA, which is the maximum amount that you can contribute annually, when you are 65 years old... You'll have a $1.5 million, which is probably true. That's probably correct. If you're 16 with compounding interest, but how much a year? Uh, like uh, $6,000 a year from age 18 to 66. She said you'd have something like $1.5 million, which is, I mean, like if you have 16 or six. Thousand excess dollars at age eighteen, which I sure as shit did not. I didn't have six thousand dollars. Period. Let alone six thousand extra dollars. But oh my god, the comments were split right down the aisle, and half of them were like, "Oh, isn't that incredibly privileged of you to expect people to be able to invest six hundred dollars a month?" The other people were like. Yeah, but I want to be a millionaire now. <laughs> I don't want to, like, yeah, but then you're 66 years old. Who gives a fuck if you have money when you're 66? I want to be, I want bands right now. <laughs> I I think you were telling me that people were like, why should I invest for the future? I want to be rich today. I might get hit by a car tomorrow. And it's yeah. like, oh, all of this is wrong. Oh, yeah. All of this is wrong. And a bunch of them were like, yeah, but you're just gambling. Like, well, not if you do it correctly. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So the three stocks that I was told to buy by uh, our listeners, something called GNW, something called OCGN, something called VGAC. I've never heard of any of those. I don't know what they are. And I, on purpose, do not want to find out what they do. I feel like the last time... This is the problem with knowledge, okay? Let me tell you what the problem with knowledge is. Tell me what the problem with knowledge is. It all sounds the same. These QAnon people, they're like, well, I have all these charts and I have all these graphs and I have all these secret documents and all these documents and charts and graphs and numbers and court filings tell me that there's a guy named Q and he's the only one that's exposing pedophiles. And it was the same thing with this GameStop thing. There were all these people like, I have all these charts and graphs and it says that there's a squeeze and the squeeze hasn't been closed and the hedge funds and there's all these things that are returning to fail and I should have just listed in my gut, which is also stupid, <laughs> but at least then I wouldn't have to know a bunch of stupid crap so all right well so far it looks like i'm down 15 dollars. i did not want to interfere with the experiment but oh my god i was hoping that somebody recommended a riot blockchain wait what's you? that because it's it's this dumb stupid meme stock that everybody talks about on biz but it's up like 80 percent today really so, yeah but it's all over like four chance i'm like oh somebody is definitely gonna recommend that and then i could be like yay you did it okay well i actually also bought uh, two cryptos. I bought something called Algorand, or Algos. Okay. And I bought something called Chainlink. Woo! Chainlink! Wait, you like Chainlink? I'm never selling. Is that good? Oh, yeah. Chainlink is the best. Okay. Chainlink is not a meme. It's going to be worth $1,000. All right. Well, so far, I'm up $9.45 in chain. So far, the only thing I've bought that has gone up in value, all three of those stocks have gone down. My Algorand lost 25% of its value in five days. I have no idea how. 
chain links up. Yeah, chain link only goes up. What does it do? It makes money. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Chain link. Chain link. Chain link. Chain link. <laughs> um. Oh. All right. So that's what. So that's the Stereos' investment minute. I am. So far, I am still about $800 away from zero, which is where I started when I bought all that stupid GameStop stonks. But hopefully over the next few weeks, I'll make all that money back and even more money. And I'll be rich enough to stop podcasting. Yeah, we'll stop podcasting. Our only podcast we'll do only when we feel like it. Yeah. Like in the bathroom. It'll be called the podcast. Why don't we do that? That's a brilliant (laughs) idea. Um. If it makes you feel any better, I did invest in the graph last week at the absolute top. I think I caught the exact top. It was like $2.30 that I bought in, and then it immediately crashed down to like one sixty. Wow. Okay. And what is the graph? And how many algos is a graph worth? And can I plug my algos into the graph, or is it a graph full of algos? No, you see, they all come together, and they form a big chain link. <laughs> I now have Stellar Lumens. You do? Yeah, because Coinbase, I wanted to just use the thing that the boomers use. I don't want a wallet that's on a USB drive and then I forget the 12-word code phrase and the API secret and then I'm locked out of my millions. I was like, the boomer, there's this boomer wallet called Coinbase. They just hold your stupid money for you. Um it was like, if you watch these videos, we'll give you $5 worth of Stellar Lubins. Oh, yeah, I did that once. I did that once with, because they cut it off after a while. I did that a little bit with, I think, the Maker token, and then it shut up. And I was like, hey, thanks for the free $25, Coinbase. That's badass. Oh, I also have a, I have Cello Gold. I don't get Cello. I, I don't get it either, but I got five dollars worth of it. It's worth now. It's worth six fifty. It wants to be like the Venmo of cryptocurrency, but isn't cryptocurrency already the Venmo of cryptocurrency? Cello had all this stuff where they were like, because I watched these dumb videos. Cello was like, we enable blockchain financial transactions using crypto, but the person we're sending it to doesn't have to have a cello account because we use your phone number as your crypto wallet that's correct but then you need to download the cello app at some point to claim the cello yeah exactly and it's like you know if there's one thing we already have it's a million ways to send monies overseas like between western union wire transfers paypal venmo which is owned by paypal putting a check in the mail putting a money order in the mail you can also buy bitcoin on paypal now did you know that what i didn't know that oh right you can buy bitcoin on the cash app too Uh uh-huh yeah all the uh, gen z is all using the cash app and then if you look at their website it's like and also we support underdeveloped communities but i don't really know how or why or how this fits in at all to their business model oh for cello yeah yeah, I guess if there's one thing underdeveloped communities need, it's some worthless shit coins, right? Yeah, it's a thousand fucking Bitcoin miners. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So, again, you keep sending us your hot tips, kids. I need to make $800 fast. Quickly. Quickly! All right, speaking of quickly, uh, let's quickly get to our next topic. I've been coming home from the gym and stuff, and every time I come home, so I just got some lady on the TV yelling about how conservatives are like the new, how conservatives are 
What's this lady you're watching? I fell down the Abby Shapiro uh, rabbit hole. I don't think her name's Shapiro anymore, but I'm going to call her Abby Shapiro because she looks like Ben Shapiro in a wig. Abby Shapiro. Now, this is Ben Shapiro's real-life actual sister? Yeah, the one that sucked all her titty fat out. I'm sorry, what? This is not where I thought this conversation would start. What? Hey, guys, if our podcast hits a million dollars a month on Patreon, I will drink a glass of Abby Shapiro's titty milk. Okay, where did it go? Why did she do this? I mean, it's got to be, it's a biohazard. It's got to be in a jar somewhere, right? It's got to be in a freezer. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what the COVID vaccine is made out of. That's why we have to keep it ice cold. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. No wonder it's so sexy. Okay, so you're watching this. What got you into watching this lady? Okay, so she has this one video that everybody fucking hates. So do you remember the bizarre targeted Abby Shapiro takeover of YouTube? I do wouldn't know. I don't think you got this because you're not in the target demographic, but I guess I somehow do fit into the type of audience because Abby Shapiro and I are the same age. I didn't know that until very recently. Okay. But she put out these ads just all over YouTube advertising her own video, and it was called like Why You Should Dress Conservatively or something. And it's like, you know, it's all the standard fucking shit about any kind of a trash, like whatever you're imagining right now for that video, it is that. It's just like trad wife bullshit. Yeah, it's trad wife bullshit. But then this bitch has fucking ovaries as big as nuts because she leaves both the comments completely open and also the like dislike enabled. So of course everyone in the comments is just roasting the absolute shit out of her. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep digging. Through this tunnel. And now I can't stop watching Classically Abby. Classically Abby? Yeah. And it's really crazy because her YouTube channel is failing. She has about... (laughs) (laughs) She has about 80,000 subscribers, which isn't anything to sneeze at. But for the amount of money that she spent, because for weeks and weeks on end, I could not open my YouTube app and not get served an Abby Shapiro video. And it was doing that thing where, like, it wasn't like a commercial. It was like, here's the whole five-minute video, which I don't understand why YouTube does that. I'm right. not I'm not even going to watch a six-second commercial. What do you think you're going to trick me? Into? Sometimes they'll do that with, like, a documentary. Like, an ad will be served, and it'll be like a two-hour documentary about, about, you know, a serious social cause. But it's like... Yo, I'm trying to watch the Red Letter Media guys make fun of a movie from the 80s here. I'm not trying to get depressed about global hunger. My theory is that they're banking on you being using your phone at the gym and not wanting to reach down and just hoping for that auto skip that never comes. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, classically, Abby, her YouTube channel is kind of shitty. Uh, My personal favorite video is all of them ones where she talks about being a conservative Mm -hmm. because she every pretty much every video of hers is like, how I date conservatively. How I got married conservatively. <laughs> I'm a conservative influencer. she That's what she calls herself, conservative influencer. I don't know who she's influencing because she apparently cannot hold down a brand deal to save her goddamn life. Well, wait, but is she losing these brand deals because people are biased against conservatives? Yes, she put out a whole video about how I assume the Pearl Necklace Company because I have not seen any other sponsor on Abby Shapiro's channel. Dropped her hashtag because she's a conservative. It's possible they just dropped her because nobody's really watching her channel. Because, like, she's just kind of a meme that 4chan has created because they thought a hot girl looked hot. Yeah, because uh, everything she puts out now just immediately dislike bombed her oh. everybody. <laughs> but let me tell you, fucking balls of steel to leave those comments open. If I was her, I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, you have watched so much, Abby. You've, I think you have watched every single video she's made. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, th- I probably have. Okay, look. We could, like, roast a Shapiro. We spent all last week roasting the Shapiro. Is there anything good from these videos? Has she said anything where you're kind of like, you know... That's a good point, Abby. Yes, yes. She has a lot of videos. I She has a lot of videos. This is what blew my mind. So her two fucking bangers are her, why am I con- coming out as conservative? Oh, right. She why- keeps saying coming out. <laughs> and obviously those are, you know, I'm a, I'm a li- big lib, big lib silly person. So I don't really subscribe to those points. But then she has other videos that are like, how to date conservatively or five things you should know before you conservatively get married and i watched the video and it was stuff like it's like yeah you know i know not all women in every family cook but uh it's a good idea to learn a few easy sheet dinners just because in a couple days after you get married the, the adrenaline's so high and it's good to just have something on hand i'm like wow that's some really good advice abby shapiro all right now i remember this abby shapiro was like you should have a couple of quick back pocket recipes that you could just make when you're tired. And it's like, oh, yeah, as opposed to spending $40 on Grubhub to get like a lukewarm hamburger, like like sent to you by a guy f- covered in snow and freezing cold before he gets back on his shitty bicycle and runs directly into traffic. Not a bad idea, Abigail. <laughs> Some good idea. But then, of course, everybody in the comments is like, fuck you, just because it's Abby Shapiro. I... Look, there's a lot of stuff that I don't like about her. I don't like how, like, she she's pushing this whole line of thought, which is, like, conservatives are, discri- oh, right, she, like, specifically uses words, like, discriminated against, and she says, like, coming out as a conservative, and, you know, it's like, gay people get discriminated against, gay people have to come out, like, their sexuality isn't something they can change. Like, if you're discriminated against because you're black, like, that's not something you could change. Like, you're black. You're a black guy. You can just not yell your political opinions at people. Like, if you're afraid of getting to... If, if like, you're afraid that people aren't going to like you because of your political opinions, that's something you could turn off and on. I never give my political opinions at work because I'm at work. And like, she's talking about like, oh, there's people and they get fired from their jobs all the time for giving their political opinions. And it's like, you know, I'll be in like a fucking Slack chat room and someone will post like a gif of Donald Trump doing something stupid. And I'm just like, I'm not going to engage with this at all. How does this help me even a little bit? Oh, dude, I hate that shit. I hate getting egged on at work. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about TV shows. Yes. With people I work with. Absolutely. You you know what I want to and I can talk about for an hour at work? The fucking weather. That's what I talk about. El Nino, a cold front, a warm front. Oh, Oh, and travel, too. Oh, do you know that there's a headwind when you're going west, but a tailwind when you're going east? These are the things you talk about at work. You don't, like, start screaming about how the election was stolen and Q is going to save us. And AOC has, like, an army of child slaves in her basement making her high-heeled shoes that your brother jerks it to. <laughs> like, th- you're not being discriminated against because you're a conservative. You're, maybe you're being discriminated against because you're an asshole. I was going to say annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, anyways, that, yeah, no. But, uh, like, some of her videos are questionable. A lot of them have uh, what I consider to be pretty good advice, but, oh, Abby Shapiro, she 
fucking teased me the other week. She puts out this video. It's like conservative swimsuits from Amazon. I'm like, oh, baby. Oh, yes, Abby Shapiro. Conservative, will you show me your conservative breasts and these conservative swimsuits? And she had shorts on. I the saw whole time. I saw that. And in some of those, she was also wearing a sarong, which is sarong, if you ask me, Sriracha. That is not what I signed up for. I want to see Abby Tripp, even in like a wetsuit. I'll, I'll take a wetsuit. I'll take a fucking rash guard. Just give me something. Okay. If you're going to put Abby, if you're going to put swimwear in the title, you got to show me that swimwear. Even if it's a one piece, even if it's one of those like, old timey bathing suits with shorts that like have like stripes on them that strong men wear like Abby we we want to see we, we want to see what's going on yeah so that's I guess the whole point of this section is I want to see Abby Shapiro's tits and I can't I'm really <laughs> it sorry hurts. it breaks my heart now you started this conversation by saying something about her tit fat getting sucked out of her body yeah is it true did she get a breast reduction or did she just lose a bunch of weight? No, she got a breast reduction. Did she talk about it? Was she like, here's my conservative, classically liberal <laughs> breast reduction? Yeah, no, she has a video called like, ask me anything about my uh, titty reduction surgery. Uh-huh. And I didn't watch that one, but she was talking on her Instagram Because you were live. too sad to watch it? Exactly. So it's like, it's like when your best friend dies. <laughs> God damn it. But she was talking on Instagram live. She's like, I got my titty fat sucked out. <laughs> She really does talk exactly like him brother, though. You showed me one time just a poorly photoshopped wig on top of Ben Shapiro, and it looked exactly like Abigail Shapiro. <laughs> looked exactly like her. Here's what I find cute about how much you watch Abby Shapiro. You clearly kind of want to be her. Oh, I want to be her so bad. Yeah, it's like, I don't think you want her opinions, but... You really like it when, because this isn't something that I watch because I'm a boomer, but like, you really like it when there's just like a well-lit girl talking to the camera about what kind of water bottle she uses. Oh, love that shit. Love that influencer shit. That is like fucking cracked me. I don't know why. Influencers talking about how they blend up a whole lemon and some cayenne in the morning. Love that shit. You bought one of those blenders. I did. I recently got a Vitamix with my uh, stimulus check. Can you tell people about the Vitamix? So you tell people what kind of mix, what kind of drink you've been making. Okay, so you imagine that you had a blender that was powerful enough to kill God. <laughs> That's what the Vitamix is. It's this blender. You, dude, you can put anything in it. You could put rocks in it, and it will make marbles and diamonds for you. Yeah, because I have a blender, and I was like, you can't just use this. And you were like, no, that's an immersion blender. It's completely different. And then you were like, watch this. And you put my blender in your blender, and it blended it. And it went, <laughs> wow. And it was pretty good, actually, with cayenne pepper. Yeah, no. So uh, I saw an influencer on the internet is talking about how she starts her day with ginger and lemon water smoothied together. And I was like, you know what's better than a little slice, that dinky-ass slice of lemon and a little dinky-ass nub of ginger i'm gonna get eat an entire lemon and an entire lime and a big ass tablespoon of uh cayenne powder you know why because fuck it i think i saw somebody in cosmos say something about that so yeah right down the hatch and it tastes awful that's what was in that drink you gave me oh yeah it's terrible it's basically poison oh god oh. all right and i drink it every day i 
I'm going to throw your blender in the carpet. Don't you dare. That's <laughs> worth more than the jewels in <laughs> the royal palace. God damn it. All right. Uh, we will be right back after this with more from the Loudest Podcast. It's 17 past the hour, radio drama fans, and that means it's time for The Long Hallway Mysteries. Stories of intrigue, passion, and hallways. Brought to you by Tip-Tock, Tick-Tock, Clockworkers. It's not a good Tick-Tock unless it's a Tip-Tock, Tick-Tock. Tonight's episode of The Long Hallway Mysteries. The Darkest Corner. Gee whiz, Officer Davies. I can't believe the captain put us two beat cops on guard duty. I know. And guarding the hospital room of a mob boss like Tony the Mobster Berea? It don't feel right, Officer Davies. We just gotta do our job and stand outside this here doorway and make sure nobody but nobody... Say, do you see something? Look out! Holy smokes, Officer Lopez! You shot him! He's surely dead, but we better check. Oh no, I lost my gun. I left it back at our post, in front of the room of Tony the Mobster Berea. Go back and get it, I'll wait. Did you get it? Get what? Oh, right. Uh, Hold on. Did you get it? Yes. Now let's continue our forward progress down the hallway. Gosh, I sure hope you shot a bad guy and not someone who didn't deserve it. You and me both, Officer Davies. But mostly me. Just for the sake of argument, if the person I shot was, say, a nurse who was just bringing us food, what would you do about it, Officer Davies? I don't like this line of thinking, Officer Lopez. I gotta know whose side you're on, Officer Davies. I'm on the side of justice for all. Sure, that's fine talk. But when you're in the real world, things aren't so black and white. Here, hold my gun a sec. Okay. Good. Now your prints are on the gun too. You, Officer Davies, are in it as much as me, Officer Lopez. Cheese crackers, Officer Lopez. Hopefully we won't need that kind of insurance, kid. Now let's get down to that body. Agreed. Gasp! Looks like we shot the right person. (sighs) Phew. Now let's get out of here, quick. Agreed. Agreed.
Agreed. Thus concludes another riveting adventure in the canon of The Long Hallway Mysteries. Welcome back. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, Mysterious, the voicemail segment. I love, I unironically love the voicemail segment. And of course, if you ever want to leave us a voicemail, you could just record a voice note on your phone, email it to the loudest podcast at gmail.com, or you can call 848-863-5343. Um, uh, this first e- voicemail is called the Stereos has a problem. We love our voicemails, folks. <laughs> So I was listening to the newest episode of the Loudest Podcast, and Asterios, you need to get off Wall Street bets. Yeah. You you need to <laughs> doubling right. down suicide <laughs> stacks. You're, you're going to put all your money into something you heard about on Biz? <laughs> just, just take hey, the that has L. worked out perfectly you lost for me. hundred bucks. All right, don't double down, for Christ's sake. Don't buy Dogecoin. What are you thinking? Just stop. You have a problem. Okay, I did not buy Dogecoin because my new investment strategy is by the time I've heard about it, it's too late. Yeah, I mean, Dogecoin is already in the fucking toilet. That's another one that the TikTokers are recommending. Yeah, that's what I heard. I saw a CNBC article about Elon Musk tweeting about Dogecoin. And I said, I said, gif of that's bait guy going, that's bait to that. Oh, that's good. You effectively used a meme from 2008. Thank you. I knew, I knew that I, the reason GME got me was because they had a social justice hook. Yeah. They were like, this will let us squash these hedge funds. I didn't even know what a hedge fund was. I still don't. All right. This next voicemail is called, this guy praises my sharp investing prowess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm leaving a second voicemail. You don't have to play this one. Okay. But you, Asterios, you really, you're not going to make any money off these shit coins. <laughs> you're not going to make money off anything you read off B or Wall Street Bet. And you, you shouldn't be, you're, you're gambling. And you, and you shouldn't gamble with this money that you're so attached to. If you're going to do it, you should deal with money you don't really care about losing. Cause doesn't when you, exist. When I you can- YOLO it. With this money you need, you're really emotionally invested, and it never works out. You're just and stop encouraging him, Sriracha. <laughs> really, I do. You're gonna you're gonna ruin my my man, Asterios. Come on, Sriracha. You know what you're doing. I don't. What ah, am I doing? You know what Asterios. you're doing. This is your fault. I don't know what the just, fuck this has to do with off. me. Just, just just turn off the computer. Yep. You're always, you always have weird crypto wallets with that need weird uh, microchips to work. And like you're always typing in weird 18 word passwords, waving near field communication things. You're, you're, you, you're, you think I don't any stellar lumens if I wasn't trying to impress you? Speaking of which, speaking of nonsense tokens, mm-hmm. uh, I'm working on QuackCoin. I can't find a way to send it so far because Ethereum is through the fucking roof. So I'd have to pay like hundreds of dollars in gassing fees. Really? But- We'll try to figure something out. Okay. Well, and again, if you were looking to get airdropped quack coin sent to you, which is the only cryptocurrency whose value fluctuates based on how many ducks Sriracha saw <laughs> at the park, you email the loudest podcast at gmail.com. We're working on it. We're working on We're it. We're working on it. 
Um, oh, actually, speaking of investing, this next uh, voicemail is called Algo Chad. Hey, uh, if you guys need some quick cash, get to Algorand. Algorand? Like, I just recently went to a dollar. You so have Algo Chad. Yes, I lost 25% of my money in Algorand already. Always been very helpful for me. So, it's actually a really good old coin that. Really good altcoin, you heard the guy. Lot, yeah, so. I, but this is Algo Jones yeah. or whatever. Algorand. But this is Algo Davidson. You know, you know, I know Algorand, it's a terrible idea that I am still invested in. Put aside the fact that I've already lost a quarter of the money I invested in in six days. Coinbase is like, we will give you 6% interest on all your Algorand purchases. Oh, neat. You could live off Algorand. Yeah, provided the token doesn't go in the goddamn garbage. We're, when I put my money in a savings account, I ex- I don't expect to lose any. I have an account with an exchange that gives me interest on my chain link. They should sponsor me. They should sponsor you. Reach out to them and tell them that you're shit talk that you're shit posting about them verbally oh on a God. podcast. Yes, I would love to have a sponsorship from one of those crazy crypto ones. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. If we rebranded the loudest podcast. As an anime and investment-only podcast, we could beat Joe Rogan in the ratings. By Tend. It's the only coin called Tendies. <laughs> what, there's a Tendies coin? Oh, there's an everything coin. I don't know these things. All right. Thanks for nothing, Algo Chad. I lost tw- I've lost. lost 25% of my value. Oh, this one's called Drink the Snake Juice. Uh, speaking of uh, blenders and uh, weird concoctions... Hey, Asterios and Sarancha, this is Tinker, a.k.a. Hey, Tinker. the uh, fasting snake juice guy. Snake juice guy! I heard a shout-out on the last episode, 101, and just wanted to call in saying, uh, ride or die, love the show. Thank, uh, you. Thank you! I managed to keep up the one meal a week for Lent. I lost uh, 59 pounds in uh, 46 days, and... Uh, since my last call in, I am down 120 pounds in total. So that's going pretty well. Anyway, keep up the good work. Here's to another 100 episodes and have a very loud day. Look, unless this guy started at my 600 pound life levels, I am worried about Snake Juice Guy. Lost 156 pounds? Yeah, it's snake juice diet. That doesn't sound healthy. That's, that's like one and a half sriracha's Holy shit. this guy lost. Holy guacamole. Holy quack coin. Okay, you look. Stay alive, please. Stay alive, please, snake juice man. God, I wish I was that skinny. I'm so jealous of the snake juice guy. I am too. I'm going to just fill myself with snake juice. <laughs> oh, this voice must called. What's your favorite TV controversy? Hi, Asterios and Sarancha. Uh, I thought this Hi. would be interesting maybe for a segment, so I wanted to pitch it to you guys. So I was watching uh, an old show called uh, The Next Food Network Star because I have no life whatsoever. Oh, but that's, uh, that's there was where a guy, guy Fury came from. On there really? Named yeah. Lenny McNabb, and his thing was he was like a cowboy cook, <laughs> uh, and he won the season. Uh, I come to find out that this guy uh, actually... While he did win, uh, a bunch of heinous, misogynistic, racist shit from one of his old blogs. Oh, they came found up, like his old WordPress, mm-hmm. and it caused him to effectively be disqualified, making the entire <laughs> season of the show 
uh, invalid whatsoever. So I wanted to pitch to you guys a question because I thought it would be interesting. Uh, what is your favorite television faux pas or favorite um, controversial incident when it comes to TV or reality TV? Okay. That- Wait, before we answer this question, we need to eventually unveil a, a new business called the Cancel Core or Cancel Corp. And it's like, if you are thinking of going on a reality show, if you are thinking of starting a YouTube channel, like, you hire us. We will Google you to death. We will scrub that social media. Oh my God, we could call it cancel your cancellation. Or yeah, well, cancel, cancellation insurance. And like, because the thing is, you need someone like me, someone who gets very uncomfortable with, with just notional conversations. <laughs> like, you want someone who, the moment someone brings up a religion, I'm just like, ah, can we move on? Even if all you're saying is like, hey, Christianity is 2,000 years old. I'm like, ah, ah. Ah, facts well, and logic. <laughs> yeah, and reason. Ah, I can't handle these things. Like, you need to hire someone like me. Because, look. If this cowboy cook had just had just YOLO'd his uh, live journal, he'd be America's most famous cowboy cook by now. I just I want to pay somebody. I want to make a subscription service that if you get famous enough, like if you hit some arbitrary number, maybe twenty thousand followers on Twitter, you just nuke your. I remind you to nuke your account. No, no. See, that's the thing. By the time you're famous, it's too late. Yeah. Here's how we, and by the way, look, if you're only hiring people who are famous, your your client pool has been severely diminished. My Here's what my entry point gets us. Everybody in 2021, anyone can be famous and everybody wants to be. If you've got a cell phone and a ring light and a dream, you could be the next Tamisha Jackson, someone who I just made up. But I said it with so much confidence, you probably think she's real. TikToker Tamisha Jackson? I, it sounds like Misha Barton. That's where my I love is. Misha Barton. She's great too. Never cancel Misha Barton. Like, in this way, everybody hires us. And we're the cancel core, or it's cancel insurance. Oh, I have an idea for an off-brand. I'm listening. Can we make... Clean up for college. I will run that one. And we like we go yes. through kids' social media and make yes. sure they don't have blackface on it because apparently this is a thing we still need to be telling people. Yes. Now look, should we be doing this? Probably not. Is it a great business idea? Yes. And in America, that's all you need. Because once you have the money, then you can have your principles. Exactly. Finally, somebody. Yeah. I'll donate some money to some kind of food thing or something. Yeah, what are you going to do? Take food out of a poor person's mouth? How dare you? Now you're the racist. Now I'm canceling you. You should take the money and put it towards the Friends Happiness Center or whatever the Garfield Eats charity. Where they re-educate influencers into saying good things about their products? Yeah, uh-huh. The Friends Happiness Center. <laughs> We never answered what's our favorite TV controversy. Well, I mean, you know, you know all. Of, I mean, my favorite TV controversy is the guy in the first season of Survivor who got kicked off for jerking off in the woods. Oh, that's hysterical! I think mine would be uh, the time Tila Tequila became a Nazi. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I've never seen someone give a Zig Heil like they didn't know what they were doing before, like. Usually, when someone gives a Zig Heil, they know what they're doing with that Heil. I mean, they yeah. are Heiling and smiling, and they are Heiling up a storm. Tilsa Kill's giving that Zig Heil. I'm like, she might be the one person who 
is too stupid to know what that means. She might not know what a Nazi is. She might just be seeing all the... Because it was happening at the gathering of the Juggalos. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, everything about this story, nothing makes sense about it. Like, look, I'm not looking to apologize for a racist... But if there's one person who's maybe too dumb to be racist, it's Teela Tequila. Nah, fuck Teela Tequila. The only thing I remember about her shitty-ass reality show was that she made her guests eat a pig's vagina once. Oh, well then fuck Teela Tequila twice. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, uh, this next voicemail is called Boomer Humor is Children Humor. I realized, calling from Canada, I realized that after Sirius said that thing about Sangies and bangers or something uh, on Family Feud talk. Boomer shit is all like children shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of that shit that the serious find funny and like other people's <laughs> boomers find funny is shit you would find funny if you were like a little kid. I just realized that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one hundred percent true. Calling it a cabbage blaster is hilarious. Poop and pee. Serious loves poop and pee. Poo and pee are funny. They're funny. Poo is not funny. <laughs> pee is kind of funny. Poo and pee is hilarious, and I don't know why. Listeners, call in and tell us your opinions on poop and pee. No, please don't. No, actually, do not tell us your opinions on poop and pee. Oh, my God. Today on Family Feud, we saw the funniest thing. A lady, this, like, this very nice lady, she scores 178 points in the first round of uh, the the finals, what do they call fast money? Fast money, one hundred and what fifty eight? No, she, oh, she scored one hundred and seventy eight points. And you need two hundred to win, listeners. All her husband has to do is score twenty two points, and they win twenty thousand dollars. Her husband gave the wrongest answer. If he had just said words at random, he might have gotten more correct answers. And they got to like hundred and ninety eight. This. Fucker named Joel screwed their family out of twenty grand. The question was, what's uh, what kind of, what's the most common kind of color for a bear? What are the two colors that come to mind right away? Brown and black. Of course. The woman says brown earns fifty points. <laughs> black. You say that, you'll get the other fifty. You won. One of the questions: What's a kind of job that requires a brush? A model. What a freaking moron he says a model now the wife says um uh a makeup artist it's like yeah okay a makeup artist needs a makeup brush she scores a bunch of points painter is right there it's right there painter paintbrush painters use brushes a model the hell are you talking about the the uh chief harvey goes uh name something that a family might want two of the woman says kids okay yeah two kids average what are the things you might want two of? Two cars. Two jobs. Wait, what do you got? Dogs. He says dogs. Well, obviously a family might want two dogs. This dumb motherfucker. I hope he was handsome when he was younger. He was one of the, I think that is maybe the worst performance I've ever seen on Family View. It was amazing. <laughs> um. Oh, this next voicemail is called Quality Voicemail. Well, let's hope it is. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, so no, I'm stopping this. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. Okay. Oh, God. What was that? Have you heard this voicemail? Uh, re refresh my memory. Was it the guy talking about Mommy Milky? I don't know. I haven't heard these yet. Oh, just skip it. <laughs> All right. All right. This next one's called Quality Voicemails Are Back on the Mint. Wait, did this guy leave two voicemails? Milkers. Large, round, sadness. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> 
milk. Filled with milk. Big milk. Mommy, <laughs> suck. I'm your son, mommy. I'm your Round son. Soft balloons. Boing, boing, milky, wilky. <laughs> Stacked round, bouncy, your boing. Cow trizzlers. This is a minute squeezes. and 19 seconds long. Drippy, drippy. We're listening to all of this. Milky, going, wilky, nice guy. and silky. Right into the sunset, Nippy, slippy, give me a sippy. This is great. Ah. Then Tongo in the nipple. What? Big slurp. Tongo in the nipple. knockers. Up and down on the penis. I told you this was quality. This is great. for ten days. All day. Ten liters. Fifty-six liters. Nipple point and shoot milk in my eyes. Look mommy's chest. And feed me all night. Four days. No stopping. Is this a Fiverr guy? This face. is the best guy on Fiverr. Babylon like squirt milk guy. in my nose. I love this. And I drown. The best breast is one that's undressed. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, whoever said that in. You brave soul. A minute and 20 seconds of liquid gold. And then the final voicemail here is called, Oh, Dr. Simus updates me on my wet bones. Yeah, my wet bones. Mysterios, Sarancha. It's Dr. Simus again. Hello, doctor. And this is how I talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, but I do play one on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I have the, the results kind of from your follow-up appointment, Sarancha. Uh, you have brought your blood levels up considerably, and your bones have plenty of it to swim in. That's great. Which is right, great I now have 900 bones. <laughs> really good apple cider vinegar has worked wonders for you. I'd keep it up. It's just that, you know, champagne flute of it mm-hmm. every day should be great. <laughs> Big champagne flute. Serious. Um, oh, no. Have you ever seen someone that looks too big for their skin? Yes. I told you both to dilute it for a reason. I <gasps> hear you've been drinking a large quantity straight from the bottle. I suggest you go back to the way things were, unless you want to end up looking like Louie Anderson's colostomy bag. Oh, no! <laughs> so, anyway, I keep doing what you're doing. I will talk to you next time. Mm-hmm. Too big for my skin. I've wondered why my bones have been getting so big. Your bones are swelling because you're not diluting the apple cider vinegar, according to this doctor. But it tastes so good undiluted. I don't want to dilute the sweet, sweet taste of that apple cider vinegar. Does it taste good undiluted? No, it tastes terrible. I hate it. <laughs> well, that is it for the loudest podcast. Listeners, you only have a few weeks left to get this month's sticker of the month club sticker. It is Sriracha. As a Pokemon trainer covered in adorable birds. Oh, and something I forgot to say. This sticker, when you put it next to the lime and the coconut sticker, they form a double large image. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah, actually grab one from the sticker rack. Oh my God, it does. Yeah, you hold them up to the camera. And you can put them either way, I think. Yeah, check that out. Wow. Mimi, you really broke the mold on this one. This is great. Yeah, like um, it's, you know, in the future, we'll probably have more stickers that just kind of create like a giant sticker. Like we'll maybe have like a Nico and, you know, and some other people. Um, and, uh, and also, Sticker of the Month Club stickers for all year for 2021 also get a jacked trading card. Trading card number seven 
uh, will be in the mail uh, in this month's mailings, and we'll show it off to you next week on camera. But that's about it for the Loudest Podcast. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Hell yeah.